0: welcome to fast you live man it seems justin it seems like forever since we've uh, we've been on the live show
1: it has been a while Pete I mean man we've been on the we've been on the road we've been knocking out some seminars here it's been shoot we've done one live show in the past month here so it's good to good to be back uh partially with the with the group here and little yeah. live show
0: I know, cause we're we're still not back. We have yeah. we've got Riz who is on the road. We've got uh, our our producer who has been all over all over the country dealing with some things, and uh, and Jocelyn is you know we're just fresh back in the office today. I think she's the only one might even be back in the office right now. Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not even back in our regular studios, but we're glad to be here. Uh, and it, it's just been a whirlwind. Uh, doing our Bass University seminars. We've seen so many of you guys. It was awesome. Uh, so many of our subscribers uh, were live with us. We had some super highlights. Uh, we sold out in Texas. We had big rooms in Shreveport and uh, and also in Gadsden. And, uh, you know, had some, some brand new speakers, uh, a lot of really strong young talent delivering big. And uh, I think – It's really uh, the sport of fishing is as it evolves. uh, We're working hard to be at the forefront of that evolution. And man, just we heard some crazy new stuff that guys are using to catch and win tournaments this year.
1: Yeah, it's uh, we saw firsthand on the on the BPT with Connell. Um, Yeah, these these seminars this past past month was uh they're pretty good and it was awesome to sit in and and learn firsthand give me give me give me your first
0: highlight popping into your mind right now number one
1: uh millikins big bait Mm -hmm. seminar which we already released but the thing that i learned from it was just how the fish can feel not necessarily see a bait or feel a big bait from so far away. Um, right. yep. in that seminar, there's a clip where Ben throws a, what was the 12 inch glide bait, 14 inch glide bait. And as soon as it hit the water in about 20 feet of water, I mean, it, it went down about two foot and just a group of three, four five fish that were all six plus pounds, just drew right up to it. And, you know, their lateral, their lateral lines, it uh it opened my mind a little bit and uh, that was pretty interesting to see just that that draw power of a big bait and how those bass use their lateral lines is pretty pretty crazy. It it was great. It was impactful. Uh, it's it's, it's
0: flying off the shelf at Bass University TV, so to speak. So guys are really dialing in and watching that uh right now because uh, it and you know. I'm going to stay with you on that seminar because one of the the most impactful things in that particular seminar was because me, I'm a tournament guy. Like I don't really trophy hunt that much. Um, I just, you know, I'm always, stra- you know, working on the, the, the heaviest five and trying not to fall in that trap during a tournament of trophy hunting, which can be the, the sure death of your tournament a lot yeah. of times. you might even get the trophy, but you only get one and you don't have anything to go with it. Mm -hmm. And um, but Ben, you know, he talks about ego and he talks about how you gotta check that at the door. He talks, but the impactful thing was the throwing that bait last uh to me versus, you know, if you're trophy, if you're a trophy hunter and you're just use brush piles as an example, you're you're gonna roll up on that and you're gonna fire that big bait first and as a tournament angler you don't you don't want to do that for fear that if you don't catch that fish out of that brush pile you will draw a school of fish out of that pile and disperse them and it could take hours for them to reset so as a as a tournament angler you want to hesitate on that big bait bring it in as a cleanup tool to and but in the meantime you know, pitch in there, drop shot. You know, Dimeki style. Pick every fish you can out of that group before you before you go big. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. That was huge. Uh, so many things that we kept hearing. Um, the spinning rod. Uh, we're we're gonna, we're gonna dive in a little bit. But how important the spinning rod, and we're all watching it on live. Uh, we saw it with the MLF uh, this past week, the importance, the power of the spinning rod and the tools that guys are using with forward-facing sonar. But one of the, um, one of the, the big things that I heard, and we kept hearing over and over again, and we saw it with Scott Martin when in the open Uh congratulations to Scott punching his ticket to the classic already first tournament. How awesome must that be? Uh, you got a hunter. whole season and you're already in the classic.
1: No pressure. The rest of the season fish free. Scott's got that advantage going into this uh, elite season for sure.
0: Yep. But the thing that was impactful to me about that win was the landscape mode. Um, that's well, that's what Hummenberg, uh calls their technology. I think it's uh, what is it called?
1: Perspective.
0: Uh, perspective. I, the, uh, the the diff, the forward facing mode where you're you're turning that transducer on its side and you're seeing about a 90 degree uh swath of habitat in front of you and you could see the fish setting up in the beds you could see them fishing for the spawning fish and i heard that mentioned over and over at every single one of our classes this year how important that Perspective or landscape mode is going to be in, in fishing this year, and Scott comes right out of the gate, just knocking it out of the park.
1: Yeah, yeah, we saw it firsthand watching live. I mean, it was. uh I, I think that was the first time I really got to actually see, you know, how valuable that could be in in grass scenarios and shallow water. Man, that that seems like a deadly tool. Another deadly tool that you need yes. to learn. And
0: and he. He used the bait caster a lot, although we, we did see him land an insane fish catch on a spinning rod where he was yeah. tied up in the power poles. And mm-hmm. I don't know how he got that fish in, but he did. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But I, as it turned out, he didn't even need it. I think he won by 21, almost 22 pounds. Uh, Crazy. Between him and second place. So that was a masterful it's win, right. Scott. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Scott has been a Bass University instructor uh, on many occasions, so you can go check out all of his content at Bass University. Um, so there was a lot going on there. Um, the tournaments uh, were hot, but our our guest uh, today is uh, just the super stud on, uh, on Rayburn. And where Derek Monday and his partner, uh, Jason Bonds, just won 50 grand um again you know winning big on, on Rayburn and I'm excited to have him on the show again we've had him on, we had him on a couple of years ago you guys might remember he was putting 40 pound bags in the boat he won a BFL with a 40 pound stringer he's won a Toyota series out there uh with a 39 and change as part of his three-day total uh just a, a phenom uh when it comes to fishing Texas lakes and catching those giants those giant stringers. And I don't know. We're, I'm going to ask them, but I don't think forward-facing sonar was a factor in this tournament. No, I don't think so. I'm, uh,
1: I'm ready to dive in and find out. Yeah,
0: right. I, uh, for my understanding, you know, um, the you know, it was done old school, old school tactics and strategies, typical uh, classic to Rayburn and and you know the way that we've always caught them down there in the pre-spawn and in amongst the grass ripping baits out and, and uh doing that type of stuff but i don't know maybe perspective mode was a factor maybe not uh we're gonna dive in this is our team tournament special i know uh, so many of us fish team tournaments uh it's um it's such a fun way to fish and have fun and big energy in the boat uh and Everybody that, you know, a lot of people, that's all they want to do is just fish team mm-hmm. tournaments. So I'm interested in, in learning more and I constantly want to uh, dive into that. You know, how do, how do you pick your team tournament partner? You know, what, you know, because a lot of times guys fall in the, that pitfall of, all right, I'm really good at this body of water and you're really good at this body of water. We should team up. And sometimes that doesn't work. That's a recipe for failure sometimes.
1: Mhm. definitely definitely i mean there's there's a lot that goes into it you know i mean i love fishing team tournaments i know you do too pete we we got to fish one together this uh this fall which was super fun um and obviously you have fished some with rich i fish a ton the team mm-hmm. tournaments with rich you have to be able to adapt to each other's um you know strengths mm-hmm. and uh bounce ideas off each other and and do different things you know there's a lot that goes into it, it there really is uh sometimes you got to have one
0: decision maker and and that works other times you know guys just have good chemistry and yeah. they can you know make decisions together uh you know there's just so many factors in in making for a very very good team of course epic eric we talked to a lot about him and he's He's proven to be an amazing team tournament partner. Uh he he's his you know his strategy is about complementing the uh you know the boater,
1: you yep. know? Yep. Giving them just like for example, when uh you're fishing and let's let's go hit this spot. What do you think about going to this spot? Just being being there and giving them uh good energy. Say, yeah, let's go. I'm I believe in you. And I'm in, yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. You know, even if maybe it's not what you're thinking, like ah, that spot's kind of it's got beat up today, but bringing that energy, just giving confidence to each other, and it's big.
0: Yep. Well, we're gonna we're these are these are guys that are winning big, and uh, you know they've just won a a, a massive tournament on Rayburn, so uh, we're gonna dive into that. So you guys have some questions about team tournament fishing and partners this is this is your show and we're excited to have these champs coming on with us so uh if you're watching on social like and share the feed we got something cool for you i'm surprised yep. we have any gifts left after we gave away
1: so much stuff at our classes this year i know it, man i know <laughs> Shout out will davis and uh yeah man and and he brought a whole bunch of stuff and gave everybody a bunch of davis baits that was pretty awesome Yep, David Dudley did
0: that too, and yep. Anderson, uh, making sure he hooked everybody up with some of his baits. I love it when our speakers do that, and so many of them do. We appreciate all you guys. Uh, so I'm surprised we have anything left in the kitty to give away, but we do. We're yep. going to give. We have a like and share uh, prize for you guys as well. So pay attention. We're going to be talking about some stuff uh, with Derek and Jason, and uh, um, we're going and we got. To, uh, Dan Allen, we got to see Dan Allen live in person in that Texas. Our our winningest trivia guy in in the history of Bass Live.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. It was great meeting Dan. Man, it was awesome meeting a whole bunch of subscribers. Even at the East Tennessee Fishing Show for me, I met a bunch of bunch of longtime subscribers. And at the shows, it was pretty awesome. But remember, like and share thirty dollars tackle direct uh, coupon for that winner and. Maybe uh, Monday and Bonds will give away some of the their winning baits, and you go buy them over at Tackle Direct, and then grand prize trivia. Dan Excellent. Allen, time for a bounce back, fifty dollar Tackle Direct coupon. Let's go.
0: Awesome. That fifty bucks. Let's do it. The uh, Vic, shout out to all of the groups that uh, from uh, the Texas Freshwater Fishery Center for hosting us in in Athens and the Shreveport-Bossier City. Tourism group, uh, as well as Anderson, South Carolina, for having, you know, for working with us there and the city of Gadsden and Bucks Island Marina, um, helping us come down to Gadsden uh, for the last several years. Several of our subscribers, I think maybe today, are uh, going down there to pick up a a new ride uh, from Bucks Island. I'm a little jealous.
1: They were were definitely uh, ready to write a check for a brand new boat. That was pretty cool, Pete. That I was pretty
0: you know. cool. Amazing inventory. I can't believe. I still don't know how yeah. to get all the boats into that showroom, but somehow could, they managed.
1: You could walk across that showroom on the deck of bass cats and skeeters, <laughs> and everything in between. That's a fact. If you're if you're in Alabama,
0: go check out Bucks Island. They uh that they, they have everything, every bass boat that you could ever possibly want, model size, color, you name it, rigging, and an expert at rigging as well, which is such a a big deal. And another thing popped into my head. I just got to mention it because I heard it over and over is that 16 volt delivery system for the forward facing sonar. Guys are stepping up to 16 volt batteries and um, getting better clarity, eliminating interference, seeing their baits and their targets better. That's something that was new to me. I, I started hearing guys talking about it a little bit, but. It it uh there's some complications with it. Does your uh sonar unit allow for that kind of uh, high voltage or not? Um, but the guys that are able to use it uh, are getting a better, clearer picture. So another another big deal that we learned at our classes this year. So hey, it's our team tournament edition, guys. Uh, glad you're with us. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we're gonna be right back with the champs from Sam Rayburn, I think fishing old school. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Minnow King, how can I help you? Everything looks good. I'm friggin' starving, man. Been spawning all morning. Ugh, TMI,
2: bro, what do you want?
0: I'll take a Crush City Freeloader and Gizzard Shad.
2: Anything to drink? Water. Pull ahead, please. Welcome to Minnow King. We're gonna have what he's had. Yeah, throw me in a Ned BOT too. Pull ahead, please. Calm down, but feed him so much. Oh, yeah,
3: man, I I'm trying to, man. If, if you, know, if you boy,
2: overfeed him, he's going to hide under a log. An underwater viewing technology. Find what you are looking for. Catch more fish. Have more fun. AquaView. Seeing is
0: believing. Why do you love catching fish and
1: rods? I'm truly losing less fish.
0: It is the sensitivity of the rod.
1: That's a made right here in North Carolina in the USA. strongest, lightest rod, 100 percent
0: made here in Sanford, North Carolina. From the drop shot rod to the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out doing a tournament.
1: Durability in the John Cruise Worming Series, the counterbalancing in the handle.
3: It's the only ride i found that can withstand my that Boom, goes
2: the dynamite. On the water, not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minn Kota and Humminbird have joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together. The One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on and catch more fish. When One Boat Network products talk to each other, they can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires. And they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count.
0: Welcome back guys. As I'm, uh, I'm scrolling through pictures uh, of the guy of the champs that just won. Um, that's our team tournament. Uh, this is our team tournament show guys. So if you're fishing, if you're a team tournament guy, uh, we look forward to talking to you and, and any questions and, and ideas and thoughts you might have. This is, this is your show. So much is going on in the team tournament world. And uh, it's amazing what's going on in Texas. And i I've, I've there's there's giant tournaments. There's guys actually pulling in six figures a year uh, fishing uh, team tournament trails in Texas because the prize money's just so amazing.
1: I we need that up here, Justin. Come on, that's what I'm saying, man. Holy moly, we need to get some some of that big jack. Let's get a Brandon Belt series on the Upper Chesapeake. Come on, let's get, let's get it done.
0: Bring it up here. Well, well, without any further ado, let let's. Uh, these are the Brandon Belt champs. Uh, they won fifty thousand dollars. They won again uh, on on Sam Rayburn, and I'm awful excited to have him with us uh, on today's show. We got Jason Bonds and Derek Monday. How are you guys?
3: Man, doing good. Pretty
0: good. That's that's good. It's been it's been a few years since I had you on the show. Uh, Derek, man, it's been uh, a couple years, but I, I see you've kept up with your winning ways, man. We we
3: give it hey for sure.
0: <laughs> well, well, congratulations! It was, uh, it was a big win, and and uh, Mike Reed, shout out to Alabama, Mike Reed, um, been with Bass University for a lot of years, and uh, I was talking to him about you know this win, and I, I I'm curious. There's a lot there's there so many questions I want to come at you with, but um I want to start out with I guess with this one like everything is forward facing sonar every, every tournament's been won Toledo Ben we just saw uh, them win there we saw Scott Martin win with perspective mode uh down on Lake Okeechobee this past weekend uh how about you guys? was that a factor in your win?
3: No, we actually left it off most of the time. Like yeah, I mean we we have all that <laughs> stuff on our boats, but um, we we felt like we got more bites when it turned off. That's,
0: that's that's like the first win that we've heard about in eighteen months that is is old school. So I, I'm I'm intrigued. I know there's probably a lot of people cheering that uh, all right, finally somebody's figured a way out to combat the you know the 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 live scopers the. You know the doodle rigs or whatever they are, but uh, man, that's awesome. So, so you went old school, uh, like is like fishing
3: traps or what? What was the pattern? Yeah, I pretty much like if I mean I kept a trap in my hand or a Zuma Shaker Z in my hand the whole time. If they lead a lipless, it's hard for me to sit it down. You know, Bob's yeah. like throwing. You know, some. I'll, throw, I'll throw the a box at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw everything at him. Yeah, so. I'm pretty one-dimensional if they're hitting a lipless. Is that what they were doing? Was it, it was a lipless bite? For the most part, but we we also caught some drag. and You know, we'd clean, clean it up. We'd drag a little bit and, you know, eat yeah. some chatter baits and stuff. But for the most part, it was mostly, you know, lipless.
0: That's all. So you had mentioned, like, you felt like you were catching more when you turned it off. Do you think that that, that pinging was an interruption?
4: Man,
3: I just uh, – I, I knew feel how- like it's got, yeah.
4: definitely got a negative effect on them now. Like, we're seeing – I mean, because we leave it on some to, to see what's going on, you know, sometimes. But yeah. we definitely think it's definitely got a negative effect on them.
3: Wow. And we knew the lay of the land, too. So, like, because I never changed my shading from when the lake come up. So, I knew – the uh like where I had it set for red that's where the grass was growing so we knew that we 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 left the map on uh, you know but we left all the, the uh sonar and stuff I turned it off my back graph and everything man that's 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 interesting that's
0: phenomenal what a neat thing because you had the the lake has been low and like you said you left the shading on there. Uh, my my understanding. Well, it's been rain. Like we were down in Texas for Bashu, we were hanging out at Athens, and then we went over to Shreveport. We didn't see the sun for like ten days. Yeah. You know, is that you guys had rain coming in, right? It, it 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 was starting to fill up the reservoir. It was kind of a perfect storm, if you ask me, because the week
4: before we got you know it was the cold weather. You know, it got that water down there, at forty, forty two or so and uh when it started raining i walked outside and seen that the rain was warm and i was like well if we get as much rain as what they're saying we're going to get it's going to make this it's going to warm that water i didn't think it was going to warm it as much as it did because we were seeing i seen 62 in practice and it went from 42 to 62 and i would say the average was 55 to 57 so that that kind of was a perfect storm because they went from just being cold to just getting, you know, it was almost like March or April, you know, on, on them. So they, they kind of
0: did what they needed to do,
4: you know, that's set up
0: a good. That's a massive temperature swing. Uh, you know, that warm water coming in, but, but I'm thinking about it. Like, like it's got to you, you had to deal with like water color issues with, with that extra temperature. I, I would guess where. Were you guys running from the off-colored water, or were, you, or were
3: you going for it? We kind of stayed in a mix. I mean, we did have some clear areas, but the wind what wasn't muddy. The wind took care of the rest, you know, whether it was from blowing across some of the clay points or just moving that muddier water throughout the lake or whatever. But we, did, we kind of stayed in, in the little bit dirtier side of, of things.
0: <clears throat> Interesting. Do you, do you think that's what uh, handicapped those scopers? Uh, that off colored water coming in, kind of put them behind the eight ball? Man, I think
3: it was more wind. I, I don't know that the dirtier water affects them too much. I mean, we've heard some of them say that it helps. Like, cause they, yeah, I don't think they, they're dropping it right on their heads. So. The
4: wind, you know, <clears throat> I think played a factor. And the other thing I think
1: my,
4: my opinion was. Just the the real big swing in the water temperature. They had those fish had no choice but to go, you know, get like get up there where you can actually play with them and don't need.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of gizzard shad made to push super shallow and stuff too. Like I mean, we caught fish as shallow as a foot of water. Man, man, that
0: sounds so much fun. You know, that's that's this that's what we all dream of when it's our tournament time. You know, we always get the opposite you know we get we get a cold rain we get falling (laughs) water. you know we get fish that were up shallow and now they're getting blasted and pushed who knows where you know and uh you guys have the magic the magic recipe it it reminds me of uh the um the record that dean rojas set uh on toho years ago which was very similar where we had a cold front and then we had 90 degree weather at practice leading up to the tournament and all those fish turned to the spawn like overnight and um and that sounds to me like that's what happened to you guys those fish everything was making that shallow water push and you guys knew exactly what to do
3: oh absolutely and i feel like there was a lot of fish kind of just just out from those places on piles and different things and when all that changed, I felt like a fish that was relatively close, they, they come on to us, you know. So, man, you did what, man, it's been like
0: fame. It sounds like you just grabbed a trap and went fishing, you know, grass edges and ditches. Or how, what were you fishing?
1: It's a little
3: mixture of stuff. Like, we, we caught some, obviously, in the drains, but uh, some of it was kind of little points of grass. They really kind of seemed like they like points a little bit. And, yeah. But uh, it, it's, I don't know, it's just kind of hard to explain it, uh, but just any kind of irregularities kind of in the, in the grass
0: and stuff. And you, you were, uh, the water had come up. Did that? Did that mess with the your 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 ability to get your baits down in into the grass where you needed to? So it
3: actually helped because yeah. the uh, you had to really really work to uh, to fish a trap over the um, the the grass before because it was so close to the surface. So yep. when it jumped, like I think it jumped about three foot, probably. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. So it put it perfect. like the time it, of that it, rain, but yeah, it and, jumped. Cause they was wanting it slow anyways, and then whenever we had that extra part of the water column, we was able to really slow that thing down and just and like that that Azuma one, it's got a little bit wider belly and it it just man it, it just kind of descends kind of on the slower side, it, and you can just control that depth with it, like in them type situations.
0: Raven red. Well, they got
3: one called Spring Flame or whatever. It's like super bright, but uh, but the water was dirty, you know. Okay. So what what was the name? Which bait was that you were throwing? That uh Profound Outdoors at a Zoom Shaker Z. Uh, okay.
0: Profound. Is that is that Dudley's deal?
3: Uh Timmy Horton's uh yep. yes, sir. Yep. I just was
0: using those. We were uh out at Athens. I was just throwing them around for for the first time and uh we caught it we caught a fish. Jocelyn uh our uh, Jocelyn, who works with us, caught her very first bass on that on that bait out there in Texas. But yeah, if you want to
3: fish one slow, I, I don't know that there's one you can reel any slower and it actually do its job.
0: No kidding. Was Ooh, that
3: a uh, half ounce, three quarters? It's a five eighths because it's a little thicker belly on it. Right. Uh, man, it just don't, it don't. Uh, like it don't sink real fast, you know. It, uh, like you, you can just reel that thing just so slow, and I yep. mean, it, it'll sit there and do it, you know, what it's supposed to do.
0: Were you, uh, ripping it out of the grass or just trying to keep it
3: <laughs> down tight? So I put it on 20, and, mm. and uh, uh, you know, and I, I keep my rod up pretty high, and I, I just try to make it to where I can just barely, barely reel it. And as I touch it, I just kind of just, just feather it along, you know. Right, just, right. Just where you're barely just touching it. And as soon as you quit feeling it, you, you kind of let you, – you just kind of just let it fall and just start just real slow rolling, and then just load up on it.
0: Do you think that was – like, it sounds like you really had to work hard to trigger the bikes. you think it was because they were so new in the shallows? Like, they were kind of, you know, difficult to trigger? I, I guess. the weather but it, changed. I think the weather changed. Saturday yeah. and Sunday, the weather changed from
4: Thursday and Friday, I think, because Thursday and Friday you didn't have to work. No, you didn't. It was it was pretty... it was it was it was good Thursday and Friday. It was like, but Saturday and Sunday, Saturday you had to work a little bit harder than you did Thursday or Friday, but Sunday you had to work real. Saturday it was about fifty-fifty mm-hmm. on the bites. Right. Sunday I couldn't get I couldn't get bit. What well, I, after... I, I couldn't get bit. Derek could get bit. And I couldn't. I think I got one bite and then later, you know, caught one of the main ones. But, like, for the most part, I could not get bit Sunday. Saturday, was, it was about
0: 50-50. So, so, what What happened? Did he start getting cold again?
3: It was just week yeah, I, I F- mean, it on was the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
4: it, it, that north wind started blowing. That's the reason a lot of stuff got dirty. So, yeah, it was a – it did drop. It, the 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 air temperature did drop, and the uh, water temperature did drop about another three degrees. It did get down to the lower to mid fifties. Our yeah. watercolor
0: did get dirtier yeah. also.
4: Yeah, watercolor got a little bit dirtier.
0: I gotcha. Well, I, very well. It's dynamic weather that time of year. It's it's uh it's getting. It got warm. The water came in, and uh, then it started getting cold on you guys. Uh, but that, that was a nice adjustment to be able to work, you know, find that bait that you can work the slowest uh, to keep those fish going. I, I guess that made the difference for you guys. Were the were the top finishers doing what you guys were doing, or were, were do you even know what, what the other guys,
3: how they caught their fish? I'm pretty sure Darren and them probably caught them shallow. He's, a, he's known to be yeah, pretty shallow. But after that, I don't know. Third place, yeah, they was. One hundred percent. I think the majority of the bigger fish were caught. Yeah, shallow. Uh, shallow. They they made a. Those ones mm. went up there and they started chipping they things out.
2: Yeah,
3: for sure. It was it was a, it was a perfect storm for us. I, I think those ones it was just just out there, kind of on some of that brush and
2: mm-hmm. just
3: natural cover and stuff that was kind of in the mouths of these bays and stuff. I think, they 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 took they went on in there with uh because I I mean the, the day after it rained. I've caught them in the back of places. It was dry ground before, like, and I felt like I should have been able to see those fish. Like, they, right. it, I was catching them so shallow. Man, they'll move fast. They move fast. I mean, they was there waiting on the rain to quit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's pretty awesome. Well, look, you guys are fishing in a group of hammers, um, and ev- everybody there knows how to do what you guys do. A lot, sort, of, sort of, you know what I mean. What, what do you think separated you guys? Uh, Because looks like a lot of guys were up fishing shallow. I think scope scope separated
3: us because I think too so many people's trying to do that. Yeah, it, did, it left it left it was it like a wide it. open highway in places that shouldn't have been. Yeah.
0: So, what you're so in other words, like all the shallow water habitat that usually gets pounded wasn't correct. getting pounded and it was open for you guys correct
3: there's places where, like i was like man you know this will be a bonus if we get to hit it like i was like ah we ain't gonna get to hit it we roll up there and i was like we're gonna town. get to hit it
4: That's ghost
3: town. <laughs> i mean no there's not a boat inside and i was like well, we'll what start here then <laughs> <But>
4: <laughs> I, I i really think i, I think scope scope helped us you know forward facing you know definitely helped us in this tournament we didn't use it but it got as a lot of people. yeah i mean it's such a they major think,
3: player people like yeah. them they're gonna, they're gonna adapt and they think that's the only way
4: you can win right so people's going to do it and, and i mean we talk about it like we we do it a little bit but i'm no good at it i
0: wish it would go away <laughs> um i i know a lot of people feel that exact same way and um We, uh, Hunter Shryock was just, he just gave a seminar about you and he's like, I'm, I'm committed to shallow. He's just, he's just committed to it. John Cox is one of those guys and, and, um, and Greg, Greg Hackney was saying, you know, with the, with the new technology, the banks have never received less pressure than they do right right now.
3: My problem is, is, like, how, how do you make that work on a, on a team tournament? Because, man, I don't want to sit back there and, and right. throw in the wide blue yonder and watch him catch them. I mean, I want to catch them, too, you know? Uh, it, that's my that, deal. How does that work on a team event? Like, I, I don't know how know. those guys are doing that. Because I can't sit there and not do nothing. And I you're know. in that guy's way that's up there. Like, you can't both be up there trying to throw at you. I mean, you'd, have, you'd be all tangled up and – you gotta they be you gotta that. be real good friends to be able to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, and I, when the, when people start catching fish, I mean, I want I want my part of it too. Uh,
0: yep. Well, I, that's what me. I love about it. Yep. I it's interesting because uh, we talked with uh, some guys that uh, some guys that are having a lot of success at the college level, right? And that's all they're doing. Like most of the new kids are all coming in doing that way, and and they'll stand up there together. And they'll try to pick off two fish, you know, and and you throw at this one, I'll throw at this one kind of thing. Um, one of the here's something insightful for the guys, because like in team tournaments, it's one thing, but when you're when you're doing like a Toyota series where you got a co angler, and you know he's back there like, well, what the heck am I going to throw at? Well, Jason Kurek came up with a strategy. Is best thing in the world these days for a co. Uh, in this, in that scenario, is to just put that Demiki rig on and fish it around the back of the boat. You know, because you're you're around the fish. If that, if you're if your boater is targeting some isolated fish, there's other fish around, and and you just fish for those, and you'll have your best success with it with a Demiki rig. But uh, but but I can appreciate it, man. Like it had to be so much fun just getting up there. Jacking them old school, you know, like I can't believe nobody's in this pocket or nobody's on this. Stretch. No,
3: absolutely.
0: That had to be so much fun. Oh,
4: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was this was this was one of the more fun tournaments that
3: That's what's so oh, hard yeah. for, for me to go learn how I mean to really put time in live scoping. Like this is the premier time of year. And there is nothing I'd rather do than throw a lipless crankbait. Yeah, That's, that is one hundred percent my favorite way to fish, and I feel like I have to give that up to go live scope. And I, I I'm just not ready. yet, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. Have you, have you, uh, like that perspective mode is becoming a bigger factor? We kept we keep hearing people talk about it up in the shallows in the grass, um, to to help guys. You know, when they're up there in that. In that, where I want, have you guys played around with that much? We've got it, we've got it, but I'm not gonna,
4: you know, I think that forward facing has more of a player than than that. You know, uh, you can kind of see some stuff on it, but, um, if you ask me, I would say the forward facing is you're better off with that than the if you had to pick, yeah, if you had to pick, you know, one,
0: yep, yep. I, I wonder about that trap. We're gonna, you know, it's also new to me. I'm I'm still learning it and growing. A lot of us are, but uh, but that was that's fun listening to you guys talk about it. So they're they're pulling up pre spawn. Uh, you're using twenty pound is you're using Floro, I'm assuming.
3: Yes, I uh, I use cigar and VizX Uh, twenty pound. My favorite line size with a trap, honestly, seventeen. But with a, uh, you know. I needed that bait. I needed that bait slower, and you know, in to ride higher. So I went with, with uh, you know, twenty pound four-car. But I will throw it on mono with braid if I it to ride even higher. You know. Yeah. What? What about your rod and your reel? So I use a, a Castaway 7.3 Heavy. I mean, it. Uh, it's a good parabolic rod, but I got enough meat, uh, and I use a Corrado Seven to One. Is what I use, but I think on trap rod you kind of got a. If to pick the perfect one, like that rod right there is the is perfect for me. But I feel like you have to use one to where you, you like I, because you got it up like this and you're popping it and trying to clean it. Like some people would be better off with a little bit longer rod or. Uh, so I think you got to find a happy medium to where you're just barely getting it out of the grass, but you got a soft enough rod for a triple hook bait. You know. and and that rod's perfect for me i know some people use like broomsticks but man once you got them hooked up if you're not real disciplined on on letting them have it a little bit like that you'll lose you just barely get them around the face you know with that much different rod
0: yeah what what about treble hooks are you uh round bend or are you a different different kind
3: man i I like round bends on a trap i don't um Man, I can see putting the EWGs on. Maybe if he was around some timber or something to help keep from hanging. But I, I, I miss. I feel like I missed way too many fish on a EWG hook. Is um,
0: who's the better net man?
3: I don't know. We both get our share of it at times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, any, any I, mishaps? Did you guys have any losses this week? no not that uh i did foul hook one i think that or well i bumped it i never had it yep. much but i come back with a nice scale on there but uh and that's another reason like using the round bins i've never even had a chance with the ewg on that but we fished mm-hmm. for the most part we didn't lose anything to count it
0: man well that's that's often the case right when you get, when you get the wind things kind of go your way but uh that's uh man, well, congratulations on a great win. Ha, now you guys have been fishing together how for a few years, I know at least how how long have you been fishing together?
3: This will be our third year. third year. Yeah. Yeah, then oh. this season will be our third year.
0: Ha, ha, now one of the trickiest parts that we were talking about it a little bit earlier is, is finding a team partner that you know works, you know. Uh sometimes you can be too bullheaded you know with each other making decisions and you know two good guys getting in the boat together can also be a disaster but uh how, how did you guys find each other i don't really know how we kind of like
4: <laughs> found each other but like uh team tournament it, it's uh you see teams that that go through it and, you know they'll be together a year or two and it's like you said you know maybe too bullheaded you know or don't want to listen to your, your partner. You know, I, I've had two really, i fished with some really good guys. I used to fish with Todd, Castledine and, uh, and Russell, uh, Cecil's, uh, cousin or nephew, whatever. But we fished together about six or seven years and he was a really good team partner. And neither one of us, um, you know, whatever the other one wanted to do, that's what we do. You know, we kind of, it was never, you know, uh, individual, you know, decisions, just kind of a team decision. I think that's kind of what we do here. You know, we just kind of hate trusting the other one, you know, a little bit. A lot of times, the other one, <laughs> the other team partner, you know, they, they want to be known for something, you know, or whatever. They don't want to give the, you know, the reins to somebody and somebody. We just want them in the box. Yeah, we just want them in the box. Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? Okay, well, hey, I, I don't have anything, a better idea. Let's go do that. Uh, you know, so I think it's a, you know, you got to trust in your team partner 100%, you know, whether it's me, you know, making a decision or him making a decision, just if he makes a decision, hey, yeah, let's go.
3: And when you you got to understand when be... the other one's got the hotter hand, too. I yeah. feel like that's part of it. Like when you when you mm-hmm. feel like he's done, you know, got the yeah. thing, his, his hand in or something like that, you just kind of sit back and yeah, his decision, you got to understand. That the wrong decision. A, yeah, other can't person' make the
4: wrong decision, or either that's like Sunday,
3: because sometimes I, catch a us. Fish. I could <laughs> not
4: catch a fish. And Derek, well, I was like, "Hey, you take it." And then later in the day, I was like, "Hey, we just want to go do this one deal, mm-hmm. this one deal." And it caught. I mean, it caught the key fish, the one that, and that's the only fish I caught all day. But that's, you yeah, know, you got to
3: understand who's got the hot hand yeah. right, because and. When we do bad is whenever we both just don't have a clue. But you know what I mean. Like we're real, we do real, real bad then. But yeah, I think that's part of it. You got to like, and we talk out loud a lot. Like it, and I mean we, we don't necessarily argue. We'll be like, no man, I just I don't know about that or something. But it's all in a good way. You know, you
4: talk through it. You right. know, you kind of just talk through. It. You're bouncing ideas off each other. You know, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. That helps me think about different things because sometimes I'll be going one way, he may say, be talking about something else and just say one little thing. I'm like, okay, I got a, I got an idea. We got to go try it or maybe the same way for him. You know, he's got an
0: idea. Let's go do it.
3: Yeah. Somebody listening to us on the bike, probably trying to get us admitted somewhere. Yeah, That's
0: all. Well, that's awesome. I'd like to be in the boat. I'd like to hear that dialogue. So that's what I'm hearing. He's like, you got to check your ego at the door. Uh, yeah, we don't like it. Right. Absolutely And that's what you guys seem to do I like that I, You got to be that way about the hot end You know, because For whatever reason, it just happens that way Where one guy just, I don't know The retrieve speed or oh, a 100% Whatever it is, he just is getting bit Man, you got to like You got to step out of the way, give up the trolling motor And say, let's go,
3: you know That's right I think more so, like, on that lipless, man. It Like, it's it's crazy how just something just so small, even a color. I had my kid beat me. Uh, like, he was, like, nine years old, and he was beating me, and I got to – we was fishing the Bill Lewis Trap tournament together, and, and I was like, man, why? Like, he's beating me, and he's just chunking it and winding it back. He ain't – I mean, he just – it shouldn't be catching. He shouldn't be beating me like this, you know? <laughs> and I, I take one off the hook for him, and I got to realize that his was more orange than mine. In that day, it made a difference. I started digging through them and I found one that was as had as much orange on it as his, and then I started catching them, you know. But it's yeah. little things like that that makes a huge difference,
0: yeah. And being able to work together and uh, you know, just that's that's tremendous being, being able to complement each other like so, so often, so much, so many times you get butt heads and it goes in a, in a negative way. So, being able to work together is key. You came up like. You're struggling to catch fish, Jason. And the, what was the one deal? We lose you. What What did you do that uh, um, that, that got you that bigger fish?
4: Well, we made a one decision. We made one decision. Went to one one kind of spot, uh, and I guess maybe it's the third or fourth throw or whatever. But that was it. Just was it one, it one bite? A
0: pattern, or was it a different bait or different tool? No, uh, it was it was completely different bait. It was a completely
4: different bait. I mean, we were dragging, so uh, okay, on a on a spot.
3: Yeah, it's got just a one little old. Uh, it's kind of a shallower hard spot or whatever, and uh, it just it was, it was just like if you get bit, it it dried, you know.
0: That's awesome. God you got the bite you needed and uh and got the W. Um, oh yes sir. So uh you. So you guys are uh tournament partners. There's a lot of money to be won in Texas. Is this is this all you guys are going to do from now on? You're just going to bump around and win $50,000
3: every time <laughs> out of the gate and
0: then quit the jobs? What are you guys doing?
3: I don't know We but keep the job on standby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: It, it's nice to win, you know, you know, win a, a big one. You know, we've been fortunate enough, like we ever going into our third year, I guess we've won three big ones, you know, each, yeah, one each, each year, one a big one each year. So that helps, you know, the other two have come later in the year. You know, you start, yeah, you know, start towards the, the end of the, the tournament season, you know, so you're wondering, dang, are you going to get a win? You know, you kind of need, in my opinion, you know, you need a big one to, you know, get you through the year, or whatever. Especially, you know, fishing. Uh, and uh, so we got this one early in the year. So hopefully, it's you know, better things to come. Ball you know, That's right.
0: Heck yeah! You, momentum is huge in the sport. This Brandon Belt Tournament Trail is awesome. I mean, you get—I I, was—you get a bass cat for the points champ. It looks like how cool. I mean you guys live there so you know how cool it is but it's got to be awesome to be able to fish these high-level tournaments you know all around lakes you know and your area texas is man it's between toledo bend and rayburn you probably can make a living there yeah if
3: you're good enough the competition though is getting it's getting Mm -hmm. better and better and then it it just gets harder every year like because people's paying attention to you too like they're kind of learning off of what you're doing and and some of the stuff that you had things have changed right
4: the fishermen
3: have, their their
4: mindset have, have changed over the years you know they um, to me it's a negative it's a negative effect on it you know uh, without going into the whole deal but it's people definitely pay attention to you way more than what they used to you can you can i mean you ask Todd; he's made a living at it, you know. Just here, you know, here and kind of ventured out a little bit, but he's made a really a decent, you know, living at it just staying out right here fishing. Um, you know, and traveling a little bit too. But the fishermen, in my opinion, they they they're changing the changing the sport. I think it's coming to, a, and you, it's hard to have anything to yourself anymore. Yeah, because they'll come
3: looking for you. <laughs> yeah. And then next thing you know, like, because we was catching those bigger bags, you know, three or four years ago because nobody knew about this stuff. And, and now you it's all community homes. So to to keep up and keep winning, you had to keep, you know, getting better and keep evolving, finding new ways to catch them all the time. You know, that's the, that's the, that's the trickiest part.
4: That it's is the hardest part. It's the hardest part of fishing, knowing that you like. I'm. I'm not saying nobody else can find some of this. You know, some of this stuff or anything else, but it just seems like as soon as you find it, you may have it for a couple of tournaments, two or three times. You know, it turns around and somebody else shows up, and you know, or a couple of other. It, it's just it gets, and that that'll get into your head. Mm-hmm. You know, that will get into your head a lot. You know, I know we've we've struggled with it.
2: You oh, know, yeah.
4: like making a decision off of what we think somebody else is gonna do. You know, on that may know about it or or whatever. You know, and and a lot of times I think it's it's the wrong decision when we do that. You know, well, our
3: best t- tournaments has been when we're like heck with it and we just whatever's open just land on it and just go from there. You know, yeah. and just don't I, even worry about it
0: yeah you you can't worry about it and you're right you got to evolve like back you know in the 1700s when i was fishing um the uh yeah we, we could find something and you could keep it for a while you know um and i see i see what you're saying you know and i know it i experience it you know we see it on the pro level and everywhere in between uh you can't keep things to yourself for Man, even even a few tournaments it seems, and and pretty soon you know the the word gets out, or you know people are people are spying, or you know like you said they're out there watching, and uh, and you can't you see so you you do you're right you got to keep evolving every single day.
3: It's hard, and when you know there's thirty pounds sitting on a spot, it's sure hard not to to you know. You wonder, you know, if so and so golly, you know, they gonna try to beat us to that or whatever. It, it works on you. It weighs on you pretty hard. That's why it's so much fun this last weekend. We could just forget about it and do it the old fashioned way, you know.
0: Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, you, you need to you need to keep practicing through your tournament and just, you know, cycling through some of your some of your key areas that you've done in well in the past. It's uh it's changing all the time, you know. Guys are, I you know when I how many boats are in that Brandon Belt tournament? One
4: forty-seven and one forty-eight
2: And
0: this
4: okay. one. Some of the others, you know, you get you take triple T, bass champs. Some of them other ones, you're you're two hundred plus. Say that two fifty. Some there's been champs before, and some of the triple T's. You've been over three hundred. <laughs>
0: I mean, you got no chance of getting on a spot with 300 boats in a tournament.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's 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 real hard fishing. Yeah, e- even as big as Rayburn is, you know, you still put 300 boats, you know, on a heck, even 200, 250. You know, it starts getting tight.
0: No kidding. I mean, 100, that's a big body of water, so it can eat up 100 boats or Easy. 100, 150 boats. But, man, those bigger tournaments, I mean. <laughs> I don't know how these. Have you been involved or seen any of these high school derbies where they have five Mm -hmm. and six hundred boats? Oh, it's
3: wild! They love to put those on our two hundred boat tournaments. So it'll be eight hundred, know. (laughs) And then you'll have
4: three other, you know, that's got thirty or forty tournament, you know, boats. And and then it's it can get crazy. It looks like the
0: Sealy Big
3: Bass Splash
0: out there. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine it in, in a tournament like that. I imagine if you, if you find an area that you can even fish by yourself, I guess you just stay there. Cause you know, uh, you can't leave.
3: <laughs> see, that's what hurts too, is when there's so many boats on the lake, we pass up stuff and won't even fish it because there's just too many people at a seat, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes you just have to, just like and, throw and, the towel in on the right.
4: and, and it's uh you know what so bad is like sometimes you just need to give those fish a break you may know where they're at you may know yeah. exactly you need to leave to give them an hour break and then you could come back there and definitely upgrade you know but as soon as you go to stroll off somebody else is coming
0: you know gonna keep that dead
4: keep <laughs> keep warm for you Yep,
0: yeah. man i i know i know exactly what that's like i Fishing the Opens with a 220-boat field, it's uh, – you got to learn – you got to learn that your top five areas you want to start are probably going, you know, so you're, you're going to try to make money or win the tournament on, on spot six, seven, eight, or nine, you know. Uh,
3: yeah, that's yeah, – funny. <laughs> you go in on some of them high school kids, and they'll be fishing over here, and you, so you'll go down this bank, and the boater, he'll pick up a rod, start throwing at you, try to keep you away from the whole thing. You know, they'll be throwing everywhere. Uh-huh. A boater, he just sits back there and throws or the you know boat captain he'll start throwing it. people just keeping on the way. <laughs>
0: oh, it's God, wild yeah. out there. It's it's the wild west. Uh, I think uh you know it's great to see it so enthusiastic. You know, I wish we had it uh when I was a kid, you know. Um, but uh yeah, those those giant tournaments, it's it's amazing. And the college programs too. They're they're really exploding. And it's it's interesting that they're team tournaments, you know. Um that's all team tournament format driven stuff where you know guys have to learn to work together. Uh, I, I wonder how, you know I, I wonder what the lesson is there. you know those those kids the the coaches are you know they have to teach them a little differently because it's not individual, you know you got you gotta learn to get some kids that maybe ha- are strong in one area and and they complement each other, you know. Oh absolutely. Just like, just like you guys do. Justin, uh, I know you're still with us. I know we got a, a lot of people watching on the uh, on the IM board. You got some questions for the guys?
1: As Justin scrambles to turn his mic on, I imagine. I'm back. I'm back. So one question that uh, I, I saw and I had myself is, how do you guys practice for a team tournament? Do you guys – fish out of the same boat together do you guys each go out on your own boat and dissect Great the lips that way um how do you guys approach that in, in practice
3: yeah we both take our our own boats or whatever i feel like he's he's got his way he wants to do stuff and i've got mine so i feel like we do better that's a practice apart 100%. Cause our because our brains work differently yeah. you know like, if i go do what he's doing like i'm not going
4: to like and vice versa, if he goes, does what mm-hmm. I like, no, you got to go do your own thing right. and then see, Hey, this is a mo- more dominant deal. Let's, let's start off doing this. And if this fails, let's jump to yours and then meet somewhere in the middle, you know, or ride that more dominant deal or, or whatever that is. If, if you try to do what your team partner's doing, if he calls you up and it's like, Hey, I'm blasting, I'm doing this and you go to try to do it. A lot of times you're not going to catch it. You're just not, because he knows he's got the retrieve down. He knows exactly Mm -hmm. what he's looking at. You know, you can even say, hey, 10 foot of water on points of grass. Well, it may be, you know, three quarters in the back of a cove or out on the front of the, you know, Mm -hmm. a a main lake point. You know, you're just going to look at it completely different. I don't look Mm -hmm. at the things exactly. We fish a lot of light, some. But a lot different. But a lot different, too. A lot of the places that – He's caught him. I've caught him, but it's completely different, and vice versa. You know, just completely different. And and I think that's what another thing that makes a good tournament, you know, team partners is that you know he can go do his own thing, and you just you
0: meet in the middle somewhere. Try to you know. how many how many days would you practice for a tournament?
3: Man, it varies. There's so much off limits and stuff or, or needing to be on a different lake or just work obligations and stuff. Like, it's hard to say. Like, I feel like we ain't hardly fished at all this no. year, you know, other than the little bit of practice, uh, official practice of the tournament and the tournament because we both got, I mean, between off limits and, and stuff going on, like I, I feel like I've got the least amount of time in this year than I probably ever have.
4: I know I don't get to fish near as much as I used to, you know. I used to get to fish a lot, but you know, work, mm. things like that, you just don't get to get to do yep. it like you know, could.
0: I got a great question here from diehardanglers.com. Uh how often do you guys disagree? <laughs> and, uh Well, do, do you guys ever get in get into that? Like uh no, we yeah. Do this we, we, i think we, we
3: disagree like, like a lot
0: a, a lot but it's not in a bad way okay.
3: yeah
4: it's a, it's a positive way you can disagree that's mm-hmm. i think that's the the deal i don't think a lot of people don't understand is you can disagree you know i don't agree with everything he says but i trust him to make the, uh, the right decision and he trusts me to make the right decision you know we'll disagree on something like hey let's go yeah let's go hit
3: grass i'm like no i want to go like, you I know, think this area is actually more healthy than it is of just agreeing. If and I went a, right along with him every time. We just go in
4: robot mode. That's or, right. You know, I don't think. You may disagree with me, but I don't think we would have won every tournament. Like the the three big tournaments we've had. No, our decision making has definitely been a, a team deal. And it comes off yeah. a decision he's made or a decision.
3: Yeah, I that's why we do good is whenever one of our decisions caught, I mean, like, like we'll get a spin off he'll spin something off of maybe something I did or vice versa and all that. And then it just like, I don't know. It just, it just flows in the, during the tournament time, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you explained
0: it well, how you guys are able to to work through that conflict as a benefit and not a detriment, you know, that's, that's fantastic. Dan, Dan Allen, uh, shout out to Dan Allen. Good to see you in Texas, buddy. Has a question. Have you guys seen the tournament guys like you, t- you mentioned it before where, you know, you don't want to fish forward facing sonar because only one guy can do it. But there's those pole mounts where guys are using handheld controls at the console or even in the rear. Are you are you is, are you seeing your competition uh, do that kind of stuff where there's uh, two units being used at the same time? No,
3: I haven't, but I'm sure it's covered. I heard it. The,
4: the first time I heard
3: about this was the other day.
0: Okay. And I,
4: I mean, this was like two days ago. I've been going to tell you, and I've absolutely forgot, but no, I haven't. I just heard about it the other day. Somebody said, oh, yeah, some of them co-anglers can strap that to your boat, you know, or whatever, and they can, you know, I don't know how I feel about that.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. heck, I think if we both had one and we was live scoping, man, we'd be so tangled up, yeah. hooked each other. Be a bad deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't, he
4: can't follow. I mean, maybe you see a fish over there, but he can't,
3: like, yeah. Well, follow, somebody, you know, can
4: which hook. fish are you gonna follow? You know, which fish are you gonna kind of go, you know, go at?
3: Yeah, somebody's going to the ER, I think, after, <laughs> like somebody's getting bad <laughs> hooked.
0: We've seen, um. I, I've seen some co-anglers, they've asked the question to come to our class, like, do you think the, the boater would be mad if I brought my own portable forward-facing unit, to, you know, to fish off the back of the boat? You know? Yep. And, I'm going to tell, I'll tell him, nope.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't, well, I don't know how you, you, you put mount it to the boat without scratching it and this and that, and then, like, I run and gun a lot at, like, I can't like when I'll be like, hey, last cast, I mean, I kind of expect them to be kind of tidying up by the time I kinda, like, get the pole up. I don't need them, uh, you yeah. know, folding yeah. that thing up, kind of stow it. And, I mean, <laughs> i, I, I might not reasonable. Not yeah, yet. because <laughs> <if> you, you <laughs> even – and, you know, some coilers are really good.
4: Some mm-hmm. of them are. I've had uh, some really good ones where you tell them, hey, last cast. Yeah, more than that. And they're, they, they've already got their life jacket on. They're sitting down ready to go. And then you get some that is – God. I don't have any hair left to pull out because I've already pulled it all out, you know. But uh, that yeah. – uh, you if you throw that in the mix, you may be sitting there another two or three minutes and that's maybe two or three throws on a spot, you know, or something. That may be the, the, the two or three minutes I can get to a spot before the next guy gets there.
3: Well, I thought yeah. you had hair. Can we see? No, we ain't see. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
0: I need I need five minutes. I I just need to wrap up my wiring harness, which yeah, I have no. rigged to your to your batteries back there. Give me give me one minute, I'll be ready to go.
3: Yeah, I just say
0: like a
4: disaster, it. not happening.
1: <laughs> what do you got, Justin? Man, before we let you guys go, I just got to know, you know, how for how many days did you guys wear these belts after you won them, <laughs> and you know how cool did that feel to win a freaking belt along with the who cares about the 50 grand it's all about that belt there man
4: it it, it is about the belt you know that
3: uh that belt was pretty dang cool it's pretty sweet it's a lot heavier than it looks too they did it's it's legit yeah for real they they went all uh they go all the way out you know for that tournament i mean it's the best tournament i feel like we fish
0: yeah what what's it like what are the weigh-ins like
3: what what what's
0: what do they do so well
3: Man, I don't know. They just—I think it's just a group of people. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Brandon's cool. I mean, he's there every chance he gets. You know, when he's not playing baseball. And I don't know. It's just a great crowd. It's I a mean, good atmosphere. It's it a—it's
4: a real good atmosphere. It's a very good ran tournament. They—they they try to get you in there and get you out. You know, weighing your fish. Uh, you know, Brandon. I think he's got some pretty good ideas about what he wants to do with this that this thing. I think he wants to eventually start branching, maybe grow this thing to
3: And I feel like a fisherman are first priority. Yeah. Not it ain't looked at as it's like we're your customers or whatever. Like we're, we're the priority, you know, in that in that tournament. I mean it, it's 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 going I think there's gonna be some good things become of it in the future.
0: Is, is it televised? Is any of it live? Did, was there they are streaming live? it, I think.
4: Well,
3: I think they do put it on, um, it's on the outdoor, or yeah. the, uh, it's, I think, I think it's the outdoor channel and something else. Channel. Yeah, maybe the pursuit channel. But you, on that outdoor action, you can watch some of the tournaments we fished last year.
0: What, you can, did, were the cameras in your boat, or they just televised that right. the way? Last
2: year.
3: Yeah, they'll, they'll throw one in there, will you, uh. A little bit when you're doing good. We we had a camera cameraman a couple of times. Um, they they just put uh, put them in there briefly, you know, for a little bit and catch a few. And then they do it the didn't do it. they but, didn't do it this time just because we were. So I don't know if they did it this time. or not. I never no, saw a camera. No, band. they did Oh, did they? Yeah, okay. they put they put them in the
4: in someone's boat, but we were eighth or ninth or tenth place. Yeah. after day one.
3: Yeah, talking about like us talking out loud and stuff like that. We forget they're back there. We had a guy that I guess he was. Uh, Pigman's cameraman, yeah, for some years or whatever. He's like cool, he's like from New York or something. And like, we just forget he was back there every now and because he was so quiet and then he just started laughing at us, you know, because he's we're both mic up, so I mean, we're whispering and stuff, you know, and he can hear us word <laughs> for word, you know. And uh, like, he I think he had a better time than we did <laughs> just listening to us,
0: yeah, that's all that's awesome. Well, uh, that's that is great hardware, it's all about the hardware. It's-
1: we lost Pete. It's all about the hardware. That's right. <laughs>
0: Are there any other big derbies coming up for you guys? Uh, we triple T, got I mean,
3: triple T, and then so we got triple T. Not this Saturday, but Toyota. but next, and the Toyota that week, and then the second belt on Lake Conroe. Like so, those seven days right there. Is going we're gonna be tired after that.
0: Yeah. Art Art. You guys allowed to fish with anybody else? I heard there's some strict rules for teams in Texas about uh, guys switching partners.
3: It's, oh yeah, we can't be doing all that. Yeah, it. <laughs> it, it's,
0: it's
4: like some guys do it, but like you, man, it's one of those deals. You gotta be committed with that one with the mm-hmm. one guy. If not, if you do got some secrets, it kind of goes to the next one, you know. So. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah, when I made my profile in Fisherman Only, I put, hey, look, only one partner, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: well, that's awesome, guys. I wish you best of luck. I look forward to having you back on again about the next win or the next 40-pound bag. I don't know what the heck you guys are going to be doing next, but I'm sure it's going to be something big. Man, I hope so. I'd love to be back on here. Well, we love having you, man. It's, uh, Texas is just, it's most bass unif- most of our subscribers come from Texas, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. We love coming down there and, and we, like I said, we got a chance to fish Lake Athens this year and, uh, and w- w- we just had some, uh, share lunkers come in. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I mean, so they, yeah, they just keep piling in. Oh, wait, he's crushing it. But, uh. That's kind of, I don't know if you guys get – It's a little fuzzy for me, Justin. But, uh, um, we
3: got
2: it
0: on this side. Yeah. Will we get Ben McBen? Yeah. Ben had a big one and, uh, 13 plus pounders. They just keep coming in. It must be nice being able to fish in places where you're, uh, catching double digit fish all the time.
3: I wish it was all the time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. But they live out there. They're, uh, they're not easy to catch. But, I mean, they, uh, it's got got them. they definitely got them. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I was looking at the tournament results. You had several uh, double-digit bass come in in this tournament.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They pushed up there to where I guess
0: you could catch. They could a lot ball. of the I
3: know. You know, we did have a lot of open water, but it, it pushed up there to where like a lot of the people that like to fish shallow could catch them. You know.
4: Hmm. I think it was
3: maybe three or four,
4: or three or four over ten. Call mm-hmm, in that term we yeah.
3: never caught one i think i think our biggest one was like a six pattern we never run into a real real big one
0: mm-hmm. justin next year we're gonna we got to do we got to do Rayburn, toledo fork uh, ivy and then we'll finish up at athens
1: that that sounds good to me pete i'm all in on that
0: uh, <laughs> I, I know all, all our guys are man but uh but like you said, thanks so much for coming on, man. It's a blast hanging out with you guys. And uh, just keep, you know, keep us posted on how things are going. Uh, send us some pictures of some of them big stringers you're catching, some double digits. Uh, we'll put them up on our social channels. But thanks so much. Congrats again. And uh, uh, good luck finding a spot to, to hang that hardware on your wall.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you, might, you might have to build a new room.
3: That's right. Yeah, I think my kids done stole my belt. My youngest boy's done laid claims to it. He wants to hang it up in his room. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. Hey, guys, thanks so much, man. We'll see you
0: soon on Bass University Live. Good luck the rest of the season. Yes, sir. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Y'all have a
1: good day.
0: Wow. Just keep winning, man. That looks so much fun, man. Justin, they were just like, the water's warming. The water level's coming up. We're going up. We're just going to fish traps in the grass. Man. Oh my gosh. That's so, so much fun.
1: So fun. It's, I'm itching. I'm itching, Pete. I'm ready to go throw a tra- trap around and lean into some three, four, and five pounders. Not no Texas 12s, but hey, man, that's, that's awesome. Got me jacked up to, to fish some team derbs this year. We got,
0: we got plenty of six pounders in our part of the country. Tens are
1: uncommon, but, uh, it's
0: going to be trap season. If it's not here already, it's going to be here, yep. uh, pretty darn soon.
1: You know, yep, for sure. Um, <laughs> let's. What do you What do you say we do a a commercial break? I'll put in the the grand uh, prize trivia question. I'll write it out on in the chat board for Bashu TV, and then uh, when we come out of the break, we'll pick the winner for that. The like and share, and and recap a couple other things. Sounds good, my friend. We'll be right back. After this. Welcome to Minnow King. How can I help you?
0: Everything looks good. I'm friggin' starving, man. Been spawning all morning.
2: Ugh, TMI,
3: bro. What do you
0: want? I'll take a Crush City freeloader and gizzard shad.
2: Anything to drink? Water. Pull ahead, please. Welcome to Minnow King.
0: We're gonna have what he's had.
2: Yeah, throw me in a Ned BLT too. Pull ahead, please. Calm down, but feed him so much.
3: Oh, yeah, man, I mean, I am trying, man. If, if you, know,
0: if you
2: overfeed him, he's going to hide under a log. Underwater viewing technology.
0: Find what
4: you
2: are looking for, catch more fish, have more fun. Aqua View. Seeing is believing.
0: Why do you love catching fish and rods? I'm truly
1: losing less fish.
0: Is the sensitivity of the rod.
1: That's mate right here in North Carolina in the USA. Strongest, lightest rod, 100% made here in Sanford, North Carolina.
0: From the drop shot rod, the flipping stick. Every rod has a purpose to it, and I rely on them all the time when I'm out doing in a tournament.
1: Durability in the John Cruz Worming series, the counterbalancing in
2: the handle.
3: It's the only rod i found that can withstand my hook set. Boom, goes the dynamite.
2: On the water, not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minn Kota and Humminbird joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together, the One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on, and catch more fish. When One Boat Network products talk to each other, they can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires, and they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count. And we're back.
1: Pete, let me tell you something. Talk to me. So, Dan Allen is a wizard. We all know that. Um, so the grand, the, the trivia question that's on Bass TV, If you're, if you're a subscriber, head over there to win the gra- uh, the grand prize. See if you can beat Dan Allen because this man is a legend, and you can't beat him. <laughs> the trivia question was: What was the key bait, the exact brand, and the exact color that helped? That duo win 50k and uh Dan Allen seconds later, the Zumba, Shaker Z, Timmy Horton in Spring Fling, 58 ounce, round bed trouble hooks, 20 pound Seaguar Garn castaway <laughs> 7-3 heavy, and a Corrado 7 to 1. So that just shows you guys Dan's always taking notes and he's always winning. So if you can
2: Damn,
1: he is he is a, a legend over there. And mm-hmm. uh so congrats, Dan. You win a tackle direct uh Gift card and our like and share winner. Uh, I lost them. Bobby Phelps is our likey sh- like and share winner. So, Bobby, send an email to the dean's office at the Bass university.com and we'll get you taken care of with the Tackle Direct uh, coupon as well. And, Pete, I love our new commercial. I love that Crush City commercial. Cracks me up every time. And, uh, man, Crush City 2024. Already attributed to uh, a pro-level win here. Look at that. It's the
0: freeloader and a
1: new Crush City bait that's going to be released real soon.
0: Uh, you know, Dustin Cannell just, I mean, just absolutely schooled the, the, the field on, uh, on on how to fish that technique. You know, fishing it through look like some timber mm-hmm. and uh, just, just crushing it. On Toledo Bend, where the elites are going to be shortly – and, um, you know, that was a great win for him, uh, just pulling away with it. But the, uh, I wonder, I I, I guess they're going to crash the banks there by the time the elites get there. What do you think? I,
1: I hope so. I hope so. I hope we see some different stuff going on. It seemed like a mm-hmm. whole lot of the Mickey rigging in that event on the BPT. Um, I know Zach Burge was doing a uh, little little jerk beating, so that was cool to see. But, man, I hope they pull up shallow in them and boys start catching them up shallow on some lipless and some spinner baits. And I don't know, Pete, what do you think?
0: I I think it's going to be a fun exercise. Like I said, we saw Hunter talk about the fact that he's not going out, he's staying up. Mm-hmm. And I know there's going to be a bunch of, uh bunch of guys that, that are of that like-minded mentality. I think this is going to yeah. be the year of the, the, cause everybody's like, thinking it's all going to be forward facing this year, but I think we're going to see a mix. I honestly think we're going to see some guys that are, that are persistent in fish and shout. They still may be using forward facing and landscape mode this time. when they're up like that, but, uh, but I think it's, I think we're going to see some of that dynamic fishing this year. Um, it'd be, it's going to be fun to, fun to watch. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I think for- so too. I mean, it's going to be, it's either going to be all live scoping or it could be a lot of, you know, 360 in perspective mode. We're mm-hmm. right on the edge of a lot of these events are, you know, it it could be really pre-spawn. They could be spawning. You know, that w- this weather this time of year can really change things up quick. And uh, so hopefully that weather, you know, puts them up shallow and we get some, some yeah. good events
0: makes it fun for us. Mm-hmm. Uh I want to give some shout outs to a couple of people. Alton Jones junior or senior, I'm not sure who we had in Texas. <laughs> year. We had one of those guys, but oh. um uh, but I but shout out to Cortland Line. I know Alton is is new to the Cortland uh pro staff, family and uh it's mm-hmm. great to have him on board such a talented angler and mm-hmm. uh, if you guys haven't tried Cortland Line guys you Go over to your pro member benefits and uh, take advantage of the great discount that Cortland provides. You're going to love this line; it, it fishes incredibly well. Um, I'm the the high vis is what me and Jake use constantly. The and I'll go up to 15 pound on my spinning rod. I love ca- the castability of 15 pound braid is phenomenal. So mm-hmm. go check it out. Um, they got and, some uh,
1: cool colors coming out too. Some cool prototype colors that are coming out i saw Alton was throwing this this new purple color looked pretty pretty cool so yeah right. remember benefits got some courtland line.
0: yeah check it out uh i also want to give a big shout out to brooks from montavella university and the lsu bass fishing team uh they were with us in shreveport of course montavella was was with us just recently down at gadsden um we have a lot, a lot of times we get the, the college kids coming and working with us. We love meeting the, you know, the kids that are involved in these programs from around the country. So if you're, you're on one of the college teams, give it, you know, reach out to us um, through our customer service support on social. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd love to, you know, work with you guys on our upcoming classes this year. And we have a lot of things going on with the Classic and uh, as well as at ICAST this year. But those guys were fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for being there. Uh, Love being part of their uh, – associated with their programs. Both great programs. Montevello just consistently battling for number one. Mm-hmm. And LSU, I think, is ranked sixth or seventh in the nation uh, pretty so awesome. far.
1: It's pretty awesome. Yeah, Montevello, man. Brooks is a, is a hammer, man. Him and his uh, partner. They got some big tournaments coming up, Brooks was saying, So best of luck to them. And uh yeah, it was it was so cool seeing in Texas how many young anglers were there for that one. Uh Liberty Hill, I'm mm-hmm. I'm rocking the hat. They they had man Pete, how many kids did they have there? 10, 15 at our event. It was it was awesome to see how yeah. big those high school Texas clubs are. Man, I wish I I wish I had something like that in my high school growing up. That was pretty awesome. And here's something even cooler, Pete. I don't know if you remember this young gentleman from that came to our Anderson, South Carolina class, but I do. And he sent in a picture to us this week and he is our sub of the week. And this is Logan, man, rocking his Bashu hat that he got with us in Anderson, South Carolina and catching some pigs on Lake. So that. that's pretty awesome, uh, man. I'm sure he, he learned some stuff at, at that event and, Put it to use on Hartwell. He's a he's a hammer, and uh, that was awesome to see. He Sent that in, rocking his new Bashu hat. That was a week or two after our Anderson, South Carolina event, and uh, that's awesome.
0: That is awesome. He, he must have learned a lot
1: in that class. You know, he that, did. Putting the hammer down.
0: Yep. Shout out to Howie Range hanging out with us from the American Outdoor Show. I believe that's in Harrisburg. That's like one yep. of the old outdoor shows. In, in forever and what's up, Tuck and Rusty Sandals, uh, appreciate BMF, all you guys, uh, St. Chris hanging out with us today. Uh, we're going to be back with another uh, edition of Bass University Live next week. Well, uh, you guys are going to be mobile, I think, next week, right? Are you guys going to be in Texas next week?
1: Come on, Pete. No, not not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we got a little bit of time yet. You just gave me anxiety thinking I'm getting back on the plane <laughs> going to Texas. Uh, I don't think me and rich are heading to Texas until we got we got about two weeks so we'll be we'll be live from the studio next week I'd imagine and uh hopefully we get one of those recent winners on and talk about their win that'd be pretty cool.
0: yeah that's that's right we will be at the elites look for Justin yep. and Riz um to be at most of the elite events this year Jocelyn maybe too uh so come by and see us if you're attending one of those elites uh we've always got something for you if you're a bash you subscriber so make sure you stop by and see us uh at one of those events It's gonna be gonna be an exciting year we're gonna yeah. be at the classic hope to see you guys there of course come by and see us at the bash university booth we will be on the main floor because that's how we roll justin that's right
1: that's right come on
0: yep so we're uh, we've got a, a lot of stuff hey I, it's really cool to have just me and you doing the show this time, Justin.
1: I had, a blast, I had a blast, Pete. That was cool talking with uh, those guys. I love hearing from guys like that, you know, in, mm-hmm. in Texas that maybe not a lot of us in, in the Northeast have heard about uh, mm-hmm. and winning big tournaments like that. I mean, that was awesome, and, and they definitely have something dialed in. I, I was really um, – I was not expecting that answer when I asked about the practice. They're, they do their own thing they yeah. go ways to practice and then they come back together that's yeah. interesting and i like it so i like it too if you can
0: if you can do it. All, if you can harness all that information
2: mm-hmm. and
0: and be able to harness it to use it for the positive sometimes that can be too much information you know yeah but clearly they're able to do it man and do it well cuz you can cover you can cover massive amounts of water that way, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it it seems like you know they they might not both have the same strengths. They like doing things a little bit different. And if one thing dies out, the other one can say, "Hey, let's go." I caught a couple here in practice, dragon, like what ended up being a key fish for them, and that leads to the wins and and big belts and big checks, man. No kidding. Like the Johnson brothers are doing. Yeah. They're competing individually, but they're
0: they're sharing information and waypoints and all kinds of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if you can if you, if you can make it work, what what a deal it will be. First, yeah. we got to get you into boat, man. What's your what's your boat status? Uh, we've been talking about it all spring. Justin's if you guys didn't know this, Justin's knocking on the door. He's was ready to pull the trigger, then he backed off. What's going well, on?
1: We're, now that I'm home for two weeks, hopefully I can get uh if you, I can get one thing taken care of and then go check out this boat I've been looking at and uh, maybe pull the trigger and we'll, we'll see, man, everything. No need to rush. You just gotta let stuff happen. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. That's how I'm looking at it right now. But we lost Pete guys. It's just me running the show. Uh, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. Hey, I just on a. Uh,
0: technical deal what I, it looked like is, is it my feed that's screwing up and dropping me out of the call
1: yep yep it is indeed your feed <laughs> It is indeed your feed that's all right we uh we've been we were working around it it went smoothly yeah i couldn't tell i'm like uh i, I couldn't tell if it
0: was me or you guys but i okay of course it's me i have yeah. the, the highest price internet that is available within in my entire state and yet i still can't keep a signal in my and i'm
1: house. in a, i'm in my fishing closet and i i haven't lost connection yet it's crazy how that works but when you when you were dropping out somehow it you timed it perfectly every time because you would just ask the question and then you disappear and it was just <laughs> me it was, it was just me but it ended up working out so, uh, maybe, maybe I meant to do, do it you live without a couple technical difficulties and we power through baby. Yep. Of course. Hey, thanks for watching guys. Thank you, Justin.
0: And uh, thank you. I want to give a shout out to Jocelyn and, and Riz mm-hmm. and Jeff Olson. I know you're going through some stuff. Our, our thoughts and prayers are with you, buddy. And, um, man, we all worked so hard. We had a, just a wonderful year traveling around with bash you meeting meeting the greatest subscribers on the planet Mm -hmm. uh having a blast uh collecting content that you guys you i promise you you're going to value tremendously because it it was just full of blow your hair back moments Yeah, as we you know as we stay ahead of this curve this learning curve
1: uh with the with the greatest teachers on the world yep yep definitely and if you're not a subscriber you know, you can still si- sign up, and we got a still a good deal going on, and it's uh, our Crush City deal. I think it's the last day that it's going to be live. So, get the winning baits, man, that Connell just used to to put a whooping on them boys and get signed up. You got to try all five packs of the Crush City and uh, get a Bash U hat with it, get you in the door. We got some good stuff coming out, man. And and uh, I know a lot of people already watch that Milk and Big Bait seminar. Well, his live scoping seminar is – just as good if not better. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for Hunter Shyrock stuff coming. Man, Cole Sands put on a, a clinic on, on his stuff. There's some some juice coming, Pete. I'm excited to watch it again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, as we're working the events, you don't get I don't to hear it all. We all don't. Yeah. We're being pulled in different directions, and you get to hear little tidbits. And I only mm-hmm. get I, I get to listen during the releases with everybody else. And get the rest of it and i promise you it's going to help your fishing it's going to help mine too and i look forward to it all and look forward to seeing all you guys next week tuesday 11 o'clock bash university live have a great day everybody